I just want to say thank you for taking out the time to listen to this episode of the Manifest Her Big Theme Challenge that we are doing in September, starting September 1st. I am so excited about this challenge because I need this challenge in my life and I know so many of us need this challenge in our life right now, especially with the way that life is going, with some of the things that we are dealing with mentally, um, physically, financially. We need to see a change in our lives before we just break down and pop. So I'm excited about this because I have um, I have manifested so many things in my life, whether it was good or bad. But in this challenge, I talk about, or this episode, I talk about how to manifest the things that you want or how to create the life that you want with intentions. And so that's what has me so excited about this because we can create the life that we want, but we have to do it with intentions and we have to be clear about what it is that we want. Also in this episode, you're going to hear my daughter knock on the door door, and you're going to hear me, hear me give her some feedback. Nobody never comes to look for me. And I forgot to inform them also that I was going to be doing a podcast, recording a podcast. So I'm sorry. You can just speed right on through that and, um, and get to the good stuff. So thank you again for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed, um, talking about it. All right. Until then, manifest that big thing, girl. Today, 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 I'm so excited because I'm going to be talking about something that I have been working on for a while and something something that I've been doing just about all my life. Actually, we all do this one thing, but a lot of us aren't intentional about it. So I'm so excited to share my experiences about this thing. Um, So this is not going to be a short podcast. It's going to be a little long. So you can listen to it while you're driving in your car, um, if you have a long commute, or grab you a a glass of wine, maybe while you're taking a bath or something like that. or you're just chilling. So what I am going to talk about, and I am, okay, first, let me say this. Let me say this. So I have been in August, August 1st, I started this 31 day journal challenge. And it was a challenge that I did for myself. And um, because I felt like I needed it, I needed some prayer in my life. I needed some things to change in my life. I had gone through some things, some challenges, some failures, some setbacks, and I was just down and out. And I needed I needed to be at the feet of God. I needed to um, develop a more personal relationship with him. And so I started just, just you know, 31 day uh, prayer journal which I'm on day 30 right now. And it has been very rewarding to be on this journey in praying to God. And, you know, sometimes I'm asking for stuff. A lot of times I'm just grateful and I'm saying thank you. But I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This has been a 
a challenging journey because, you know, Satan knows when he knows that you are trying to, you know, get something or, or just, you know, praying to God and wanting to do right and all this kind of stuff, he'll come in and he'll try to throw you off track. He'll throw people at you. He'll try to throw distractions. He'll use your spouse, your kids, a family member. He'll use your money. He'll use all of that to throw you off track because one, Satan doesn't want you to have that relationship with God. And two, he don't want you to have what you ask for. So it's been challenging, but I have, um, and I'm going to share what I've learned during my 31 day challenge once it's over. Um, but I have learned a lot. And one of the questions that I had while doing my challenge or while doing my challenge is why am I getting the opposite of what I've been praying for? At least that's what I felt. So I did some digging, some research, and I found some really great answers to that. And I'll come back and share those, share those answers. But today we are going to be talking about manifesting. And so I'm going to title this challenge, the Manifest Her Big Thing Challenge. So I'm super excited about this, like I said, because I have been manifesting some things in my life. Even when I was younger, I didn't know I was manifesting, but I was, and you were too. So, all right, let's get started. The Manifest Her Big Thing Challenge. <sighs> so I have been um, working really hard on developing myself, developing my mind, my thought process, uh, the way I see life, the way I see myself, the way I respond to things, um, the way I act, all of those things. I've been working really hard on that and I've been working on that this year, but more, but even harder here recently in the last, um, four to five months because of some dramatic changes that has happened in my life. So I wanted to get down to why I am the way that I am, why I may say things, whether it's <clears throat> negative talk or positive talk you know, why? And a lot of those things stems from, you know, this may sound cliche, but a lot of those things stem, stems from our childhood and what we were told, what someone said about us, what they spoke into our lives and all of that stuff. So I have been trying to unpack patterns that I have, um, you know, been, been living with just about all my life. And some patterns are good and some are not so good. And so I've just been on this journey and of self-discovery and trying to figure out who I am. So going back to, I'm going to go back a little bit, quite a few times. So going back to, let's see, where do I want to go first? When I was younger, I was about 10 years old, I can remember. Um, it started at the age of 10 or 9 when, where I would say, I'm going to be a hairstylist. I wanted to be, a, I knew I was going to be a hairstylist. I knew that I was going to be a hairstylist. That was my God-given gift. And I knew it at a very young age. But I also, I didn't know this, but I spoke it. Whenever I got a chance to, I spoke it. I said, one day I'm going to own a salon. 
one day I'm going to own a salon. I remember somebody asking my grandmother, um, we were sitting outside on a porch. So I'm from New Orleans and I'm from the Florida Projects. And so I'll talk about that another time too, which I think I've talked about on one of my podcasts early on. If you want to go back and listen to that, but I'm going to talk more about it later on in one of these episodes to give you a little bit more insight about it. But I'm from the Florida Project. And so, you know, there were no dreams there. Nobody dreamed of anything. Nobody dreamed of getting out. Um, At least the people that I was around, they had no dreams. Not my friends, um, not the people that I was around. It was just poverty stricken. And that's, that's all people saw. Well, I didn't. I knew that God had some type of calling on my life. I knew that I wasn't going to be there very long um, in the projects. But I'm not ashamed of where I come from because it has shaped and molded me to be the the person or the woman that I am today. The things that has happened to me in my past while living there has really shaped and, and molded me. Right. So but I remember this conversation that my grandmother, well, we were sitting on the porch and where I lived, our house, um, we always had people on a porch. Like our house was just an attract, an, an attraction to people. So we lived in a project, but we lived in a house. Our house was like sitting inside of an L shape. So the project, the outline of it was an L shape. And so our house sits right inside of that L shape, along with a couple other houses. So nevertheless, we were sitting on a porch and my... We were talking and somebody asked me, and I mean, like, it was like maybe 10, 15 people sitting on the porch. And somebody asked me, I was still in high school. She said, um, so what do you want to do when you're done with, with high school? And I said, and before I can answer it, my grandmother answered and she said, oh, she's going to go and work with, um, she's going to take my place at Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Gust house. When my grandmother said that, my eyes popped open and my mouth, my jaw dropped to the floor because my grandmother was a domestic worker. And my grandmother worked like maybe three days a week, some holidays, and she probably got paid $120, you know, for those three days that she worked. So when she said that, I was taken aback. Now, nothing against my grandmother because I love, love her dearly. Bless her soul, rest her soul, love her dearly. But that's just an example of nobody saw anything different. And even though my grandmother may have wanted different for me, she didn't know how that looked. She couldn't visualize it. So I politely said, well, grandmother, I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to, you know, go into hair. I want to do hair. I want to get my uh, hairdressing license and so there was some other things I wanted to like go to college and all that stuff too but I knew I really wanted to do hair so anyway going back to what I spoke I spoke a beauty salon into my life years later it happened right it happened it really did and so that was one of the, one of the things that I spoke into my life another thing that I spoke into my life is that I always knew I wanted to have kids and I wanted to be married and that kind of stuff. So I can remember, this is going to sound crazy, but I can remember going to bed at night and I would hold my pillow 
like I was holding my husband. And I would imagine what my husband would smell like. I would imagine what he would feel like. I would imagine what that feeling would be to be in a bed with my husband and kissing him. And, and I wasn't kissing the pillow, but I was having those imaginations of what that would feel like. Um, I don't think I was, you know, specific on, well, I kind of was. Like, I wanted a tall husband. Um, my husband is not tall, but I'm grateful for him. Um, God gave me what I needed and, and really what I wanted. But I didn't want him to be tall. I didn't have any... Now, this is where it comes where I, I didn't... Like, my mind couldn't go outside of the projects, you know. I didn't say how much money I wanted him to make or, you know, if he had to be a millionaire or he had to have a college education or he had to be a Christian. I didn't think all of that, right? So so some of me, some of my mind um, was still in that mindset of, of project-ish or hood or whatever you want to call it. But I knew that I wanted to be married and I knew I wanted to have children. And so in the men that were in my surrounding areas, just wasn't it. So have it, I met my husband at a grocery store. I used to take like two buses or three to get to a grocery store that I used to work at. And that's where we met and the rest is history. So I spoke my husband into my life. I be, and, and, and like I said, I, I was very, you know, in tune with the feeling of it and imagining what it would be like. So I spoke to him. I also spoke twins into my life. So I have twins, a boy and a girl. Anytime somebody would ask me, even when I was younger and little, and we would talk about children, I would always say, I want twins. I am speaking twins into my life. No if and buts about it. My first pregnancy, I wanted to be twins. No single twins. I spoke twins into my life. Now, I wasn't specific on whether it be a boy or a girl or two boys or two girls. I knew I wanted healthy babies. So I left room for that. But I spoke twins into my life and I have twins. I have, um, we have a boy and a girl twin, fraternal twins. Now, I'm going to tell you something, but I'm going to talk about this later on, about when you're manifesting things into your life and you're, you are intentional about it. And we'll, I'll touch on this later on, but it's not easy. It comes with work. You're not just going to magically get what you're manifesting. It's just, and sometimes that could happen, but most, of, and if it does, it's because that what you're asking for is very small. But most of time, most of the time, that big thing, that her big thing that you're manifesting it's 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 not going to be as easy as you as you think it's going to be easy but it takes it's going to take work but I'll talk about that later so manifested twins into my life um even though we had to have I we had to you know have IVF and I talked about that on the podcast too if you want to go listen to it I think I'm going to do a revamp of that because I don't even remember what I said on there. But I'm going to talk about that more into details, I guess. But anyway, nonetheless, 
Oh, yes. I have to talk about that because there is a... I don't know if I... I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. But there is a part in when of my manifesting my twins, something happened that almost made me lose faith in what I was manifesting. So, and that's, it's, it's very important. So I'm, if I didn't say it on there, I'm going to do a revamp of my IVF um, journey. So I manifested my twins. Um, what else did I manifest that I was intentional about? So I manifest me becoming a hairstylist. I got my license. I manifested me owning, owning a salon. Um, and so moving, and I'm sure there was some other things that I manifested, but those are the things that I can think about now that I was intentional about. Now, of course, we manifest things that we're not intentional about, and those are the things that we don't want to manifest. So we have to be intentional and very clear about what it is that we want to manifest. But anyway, fast forward in 2014, I was reading this um, this uh, Essence magazine. I love magazines. I love books. I love to read. I love to write. I love to do things like this, be behind the scene, be behind the scenes. And, um, but I love magazines, right? I was so hurt when Oprah stopped mailing out magazines and she went to the Oprah Daily on online. I was hurt because I'm like, I looked forward to those magazines, but I understand times change, trends change, all that kind of stuff. So it's okay. I'm going with it. I still get a piece of, of Oprah in her magazine and everything that she has to offer in there, but I like to feel paper. My books, I do not read books online um, or audio books. I like to feel paper because I like to highlight. I like to dog ear. I write something that catches my attention in the book, you know, this, that, and the other. But anyway, I was reading this magazine. It was in 2014. Never forget. It was an Essence magazine. And I came across this page and it talked about, and it was this lady. I want to say she was incarcerated. And in, in, in being incarcerated, she started this um, vision board for herself. And I got so excited about this vision board because, first of all, it looked pretty, right? They made it look very creative and inviting, and it just looked pretty. And I like pretty things. And so I read some more about it, and I just immediately got excited about this um, this vision board idea. So the next day, I, I think I text maybe, text or call some you know, people that I wanted to have over at the house for a weekend of, um, of, of vision, vision boarding. So it was about, let's see, five of us that me, including four other of my friends that actually came and showed up at the, at the porter that I gave. So I had food, we had wine, I provided the scissors and the boards the glue, and I, I provided all of that, the food, the wine, drinks, whatever. And we had an amazing time. I, 
um, provided the magazines as well, which I, I need to go. I don't know what happened to that magazine that I was reading that got me started with this vision board. I wish I can find it because it was like one of the best mag- best essence magazine I have ever read in my life to this day. So anyway, had the vision board party. Um, we laughed. We we cried like we even gave ourselves names. So let's say I'm Tan, right? They are Tanya. My family called me Tanya, Tanya, Tammy, Taya. But in like the hair industry, like what I do, everybody called me Tan. And so I was not Tan that day. I was, uh, I think I was Transformation. That was my name. My name tag said Transformation. And somebody else said, um, visionary or balanced or abundance or something like whatever they felt they needed in their lives at that time that's what their name tag said and that's who they were for that night so I was transformation so we had the vision board party we cut out things to our vision board and and we would uh meet excuse me we would meet every six months to check on how it was going even though I saw the girls more because you know some some of them were my clients that had just turned into friends and then one of them was my best friend so I would see them often but to get together we would have um a vision another visual party every six months to see how it's going to see what has manifested um and what hasn't and that kind of stuff let me tell you something we have been doing this since 2014. It is now 2022. And we are still getting together. We haven't had our vision board vision board party within the last, I think, year or so because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. But we have gotten together. Our next gathering, so we get together about every three to six months now. Our next one... Is in October. We're going to see Mary J. Blige, just that and the other. And I'm also thinking about asking them if they want to meet um, a day before, like make it a weekend thing or whatever that day is before. I'm not sure. I think it's on a weekday, though. I have to look. But for us to actually do our vision board before the year, which I am going to put on a um, the Manifest Her Big Thing uh, um vision board i'm not calling it vision board i'm calling it the manifest her big thing board party so i am going to do that um this year as well before the year ends um or sometimes some somewhere in the new year so anyway um we would get together and talk about you know what has come to pass oh my gosh this has been so amazing because my friends they are big timers, right? And I don't mean it like in a bragging way. They're just big, big time, um, good people, down to earth, this, that, and the other. So one of my friends, she, let's say she had on her vision board this BMW that she wanted. And she was very intentional about it, very clear about it. And she got it. Um, something, a promotion that she wanted at work. Um a certificate that she wanted to add. She was very clear about it. She got it. And so her job title, she has moved up and up on her 
job and the things that she put on her vision board has come to pass. So one of my, another one of my friends, um, they came in and come on, I'm doing a podcast. pictures no you're gonna have to wait I'm sorry um where was I I may have to cut this out if I know how to do it but if not then you guys are gonna get this (laughs) it was my daughter asking for um something and I should have informed him that I was doing a podcast and not to interrupt but I didn't so I'm sorry but anyway, another one of my friends, um, same thing. She wanted to move up on her job. She wanted, you know, to add something. She wanted to get her degree. She wanted to open up a university. And she did. She did. She opened up her university, um, RCU, as of, as of this year. She launched her university. So go check out her university, RCU. Um, I have another friend who wanted to make more money on her job. She got it. Um, There were some things that I had on my vision board. I wanted to run a marathon. I ran a marathon. And I was very clear. We were very clear about what it is that we wanted. And when I say very clear about what it is that we want, again, you're going to hear me say this word a lot. We were very intentional about it. So, oh, another thing that um, I had on my vision board board that I wanted, again, a, a salon. And that happened. The house that we were living in now, when we were in back in 2014, and years before we moved into this house, I think in 2017, I put on our vision board that, well, it was the second vision board of this house that um, we, we, put, we put a picture on. This is when I did a vision board with my husband. And so my first vision board was with my girlfriends. And so we started to see how this stuff was working. And then we, me and my husband, we did one. And then we did one with the kids and all that kind of stuff. So, But the house that we're living in, it's on our vision board. And we would, so we put action behind what we wanted, right? Again, we got clear about what we wanted. And so we put action behind it. And the action was that we would go through, drive through neighborhoods and look at different homes. And when you would go to these neighborhoods and you would see these big old houses and, you know, nice grass and everybody, everything just looks so beautiful. And, and you, the, your first thought is, how am I going to afford this? <laughs> this is like, this is super awesome. And you're driving through the neighborhoods and you know, if you're like us, you're looking for somebody black. Because if you're looking for somebody black, you're like, okay, there's hope for me. There's hope for me. I see my peeps. And so, but, you know, when you see that and then you look at your current circumstances and you're like, okay, my money don't match, you know, my vision right now. And it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Because if it did, it would be too easy. You can go right for it. This, that, and that. That's not... It's manifesting, but it's not manifesting in a way that you have faith, right? So, anyway, we would we would ride around neighbor. We would do this almost every weekend, and we would take our kids with us. And so we 
saw this house and um, we was like, okay, we're going to have that house. And so we had took a picture of it. We put it on our vision board and we're in the house that we wanted to live in. Now, at that time, our money did not match our vision at all. But we kept believing. We kept showing up. We kept being, you know, we were clear about what we wanted. We were intentional about getting in our car and driving to the neighborhood that we wanted. We were intentional about getting out of our car, walking into the house, getting a feel for it, looking at, okay, where I want to put this piece of furniture, where I want to put that piece of furniture, whose room this going to be, is it going to be KJ's, is it going to be Hannah, you know, whose room, is this going to be the guest room, or whatever. So we would do that. We did that. And sure enough, in 2017 or 2018, I believe, we were able to qualify to get into this house that we're in. Again, at the time, our money did not match that. But we didn't just say, oh, we want this house and left it at that. No, we want this house and we put action. We sacrificed money. We sacrificed things. We didn't do certain things. We um, sold our cars to get something lesser. You know, so it took work, especially when a vision is, it seems impossible. It's going to take work. So manifest that. I mean, we manifest vacations with our, with our kids, with ourselves. Um, what else we manifest? I'm manifesting a car that I want. Um, so, so what I'm saying is that you can have the life that you want. You can create the life that you want. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how. I'm going to give you some steps on how to do that. But you can create the life that you want. If your life is going a certain way and you're not happy about it, you don't feel good about it, you know, you are in control. You have the power to change you. You can't change anybody else. You can only change you, the way you think, your behavior, how you respond, all of that. You can only change you. And I have learned that along the way. I have not always been somebody who, you know, been, I I think I've been positive, but, you know, people around you will point out that you're being negative in this or you've been you're not being positive in that. And 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 in some cases, you know, that was true when I go back and I check myself. So I'm not saying that it's easy because when you've been walking in a certain pattern in life, um, you know, it's hard to sometimes break those patterns. So manifesting and creating the life that you want, it's not going to be easy, but it's so worthy. And um, it's doable. We all can do it, right? We all can do it. So I'm going to give you some steps on how to manifest the things that you want to see and happen in your life. So, and I want you to title it, if you want, you can title it whatever you want to title it, but the manifest her big thing. So what is this big thing? that you want to manifest in your life? Is it you want to be married? 
what type of, you know, spouse or partner you're looking for. Is he tall? Is he short? How much money does he make? Where you want to get married at? Is it on the beach? Is it, you know, in a courthouse? Where, what are you manifesting? Are you manifesting that you want to finish school? You want to go back and finish school and get your degree? Are you manifesting children? Um, manifesting more money on your job? What are you, what is, what kind of life that, what kind of life do you want to create for yourself and for your family maybe? And so those are all the things that you want to think about um, before you before you begin to intentionally manifest. So September is right around the corner. And why not take September 1st to start your um, Manifest Her, Her Big Thing Challenge on September 1st? Why not start that? So when I shared with someone that I was um, doing a, and I was in the middle of it, doing my 31-day prayer challenge, I didn't know that she was going to, you know, do it herself, right? She didn't wait to start on, you know, September 1st or whatever. She started it right in the middle of it. And so I didn't know that's what she was going to do. So she actually texted me and she said, I want to let you know that I started my 31 day challenge. And she said so many things. And this was like a week, I think, she when she texted me that she had started her 31 day prayer journey journal. And and so she said, and I can't wait to share with you some of the things that has already happened. And I was like, wow, wow. If if we would just take the time to journal, take the time to sit back and actually think about the things that we want out of life. A lot of times when things aren't going good in our lives and we're at a low point in our lives and we're dealing with struggles and we're dealing with, you know, a family member or whatever, we lost our job, we lost our business, um, money funny, Things just don't seem right. It feels like it's not going our way. You know, we feel like that's where we just need to stay. When in reality, that is when we really need to start moving. And when I say moving, now with within that, I would say that, and I and I did did this, and I'm also doing this now, is that you do have to take some time to rest at God's feet to rest in him, you do have to take some time to just listen, right? Because when you are, when you are in that low place, when you feel like you're in a valley, the only thing you hear are your emotions. The only thing you hear is your voice, your perspective. You hear all the negative. That's all you hear. It's so hard to swim out of those drowning thoughts and feelings where we feel like we be we be we become that we become that person that person who's always negative self-talking and when you talk to somebody you are sounding like a victim you know you you just say things that's really not you 
But you have to recognize that you're just in a season that's temporary. It happens to the best of us. You're not going to always be there, but you can be there longer than you really need to be if you don't find a way to start coming out of it. So um, this is where, you know, a prayer journey can really help you come out of that funk, come out of that, that stinky, nasty feeling that you're feeling like you feel like every, everything and everybody's against you. You feel like you're being attacked and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm not going to say, you know, just try to hurry up and come out of it because I think the best thing that we can do is grow through it because there's a reason why those things happen to us. One of the things that I was reading, um, I was doing some research on why, um, why am I getting the opposite of what I'm praying for? And one of the things that I read, I, it was just on something online. But one of the things I read was that God doesn't give us what we want in comfort. He would cause discomfort so that we could be stretched and broken. So that he can put us together, back together. When he put us back together, we have more than what we could ever imagine we have more peace, we have more money, we have more abundance, we have more joy, we have more friendships, more love, all that kind of stuff. We can't get that if we're in comfort all the time. Because when you're in comfort, you just run around here, la 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 la, this, that, and the other. And that's great, you know, and that's where he wants us to be, he wants us to feel. But in order to get us to grow and to take us to the next level, in our lives, he will call, cause things to happen so that we could, he, he could walk with us and so that we can meet our purpose. So think about some of the things that you've probably asked God for, right? Like, um, God, what is my purpose in life? You know, I want to know my purpose. What am I supposed to be doing in life? Now, you're probably in the really great, you were probably in a really great position when you were ask, asking God for this. And so then a year later, something happens to where he just disrupts everything. And now you're like, what is going on? God, why is this happening to me? And we start asking all the wrong questions. And so God is trying to tell you that you asked me last year to show you what your purpose is. I can't show you what your purpose is in this comfort, in your cozy little space in the corner. I can't show you what your purpose is if I allow you to stay on this job that's causing you a lot of pain. Yeah, you're making big time money, but it's causing you a lot of pain. I can't show you your purpose if I cause you or if I allow you to stay in this relationship. I can't. So when things happen to us, it's not really happening to us, but it's happening for us. So. When those things happen, a lot of times we turn to drugs and alcohol and going out and turning to the wrong people and all that kind of stuff, sleeping pills and this, that, and the other, instead of turning toward God, right? And I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those people that when I was 
well, I'm not going to say when because I'm still, I'm going through it. I'm not out yet. But in the beginning of some of the things that I was dealing with, um, I just wanted to sleep. I, I just wanted to sleep and I wanted to wake up and it just all be gone. But of course, that wasn't the case. But I wanted to sleep. So to get me more sleep, to get me to fall deeper into a sleep, if I'm being honest, I would take sleeping pills. You know, just the regular ones that you take out of the store. I wasn't crazy enough to take eight, nine, ten of them. But I got up to about four some nights. And I actually had a uh, some of um, the sleeping pills on my dresser, in my dresser drawer. Then I would pull out and take before I went to bed. Because I just wanted to sleep it away. But of course, you know... I came to my right mind. Now, I'm going to tell you what I did. Like I said, I ain't crazy. And I'm scary at the same time. So I looked up how many pills you have to take in order for it to, you know, be suicidal or hurt you and all that kind of stuff. So if it says six, I'm going to take four. So I'll be, I'll be okay. I'm going to wake up the next morning, right? Um, But then I started to, that's because I was falling into that, you know, Woe is me, and this, that, and the other. Why did I have to have asking all the wrong questions? So I came to my senses and I said, you know what? I, I'm not going to get any better if I keep doing this. <laughs> I'm not going to have the life that I want if I keep doing this. If I keep doing I'm not. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do to help me feel better, to help me get better? to help bring a little bit more peace to my life, to help me come out of this. I felt like I was in a wilderness, like to help me come out of this wilderness. What am I, what am I going to do? You know, so I did some research and I read books and book after, and I'm an avid reader. So I read book after book after book and you can read all the books you want. You can, you can even read the Bible but if your mindset doesn't change, you're not going to change. If your thoughts doesn't change, you're not going to change. So there's this book called by Dr. Dwayne Dyer. Change your thoughts, change your life. Going back a little bit, in 2015, I actually had a big transformation. And I, I talked about that on a podcast too, uh, one of my episodes. Big transformation. And I did it with reading the Bible. I did it with watching every episode of um super soul sunday and i did it with change your thoughts change your life by dr Dwayne dyer that book is like a second bible to me i go back to that book even to this day when i feel like i am operating out of control i go back to that book when i feel like i am operating outside of my of my flow i go back to that book i love this book and if you're going to read it, you have to be a little bit open-minded when you're reading a book. But back to my point is that, you know, you have to, you have to find ways to come out of your funk. And so I thought, you know, how am I going to do this? So I said, girl, you have to get yourself together. You know how to manifest the life that you want. You know how to create the life that you want. You know how to manifest these things because you've done it many and many times before. 
So you have to go back to what you know, but also because times change, you know, situations change, all that kind of stuff, you now have to build on top of that. So I started this little, um, this is another thing that I started. I started this little, I brought a a little bitty tablet. It looked like a little, a little small pocket composition notebook, very small. And I started writing manifesting, manifesting notes to myself. And I would use the little sticky notes. Only maybe two can fit on the page. So I would write, you know, self affirmations to myself in those. So basically I started writing a manifesting uh, or a manifesto manifestation um, book for myself. And so I did that and that I started doing that in July. But then I, f- I felt like I needed to do something even more. I needed to go a little deeper. And that's what I thought of, you know, doing my 31-day prayer journey, uh, journal um, came into play. And so all of that stemmed from something very, to me, traumatic happening in my life. And I just wanted to... I, when I started doing it, I started slowing down the idea of let me hurry up and get out of this. Now, you can keep yourself there longer if you, like I said, you know, just kind of stay there and have this pity party and play the victim. But I slowed down with saying, I just want to hurry up and get out of this. I just want to hurry up and make it to the end. And I started to appreciate the process of what I was going through because if I rush through it, I'll miss it. I miss the reason why maybe this happened or I miss the lesson and what I'm supposed to be learning or, you know, I'll miss um, whatever God is trying to show me, right? So I started to just slow down and just let God take me through it, walk with him through my process. And it hasn't been easy, but I, but I've had more peace and the but I'm going to tell you, the more you walk with God through your situation, God is on the right side and Satan is on the left side trying to keep up. So you're going to have to stay prayed up. You're going to have to stay warred up. You know, every day you have to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You have to constantly say it because the battle is out there. It's not yours. It's the Lord's, but it's out there. So that prompted me to go into that 31-day prayer journal. Journaling is, I think, so huge. If you take the time to journal about your feelings and your thoughts and put them on paper... You are going to feel less stress. I know it works for me. That's what happens with me. If I'm stressed about something, no matter if it's you know a disagreement that I've had with my my husband or um, something with work or me feeling like you know I'm not where I should be, that kind of stuff, those kind of thoughts, I journal. And sometimes journaling is even better than going and talk to your friend. Journaling is therapy for me. 
and it's cheap, right? It's free. Journaling. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get therapy because I'm looking into therapy right now. I'm not saying that, but on those moments where you really need to relieve or you need some relief from the stress or the anxiety that you're feeling, journaling can really help with that. And if you and if you journal with God in mind, you'll begin to build a great relationship with God and you'll also get answers to your questions that you've been asking because it's going to force you to start looking for those uh, or asking those questions. And you can ask God anything. He's, he would answer any question you have. And the, some of the ways that he'll answer those questions, he'll do what he did for me. He sent me to to research on the internet. Or if you open up the book, a book, your answer is there. TV, a friend. He answered our questions, right? So um, anyway, I'm getting to uh, my recording time for this segment. So I just wanted to throw that in there. So now I feel like I need to go even deeper, right? So I, I was doing my I'm manifesting little notes to myself. Then I started my 31-day prayer journey. Now I'm starting my Manifest Her Big Thing Challenge because there are some things that I, listen, I need a new car, right? And you know the car situation right now. It's bad everywhere. And because somebody hit me and this, that, and the other, they don't want to pay to get it fixed because they say my car is too old and whatever, whatever. So, I'm not a big car person, um, sort of say, except for this one big car, this one car that I really want in my lifetime. But um, I want a new car, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm not gonna, you know, talk about all the things that I want here in this episode. But I want a new car, so I'm gonna manifest it. I know what I want. I know what color I want it to be. Um, I'm, I, I know how it feels while I'm driving it, you know, just all those things, right? Being clear and being intentional about what you're manifesting. So I, I, I'm going deeper. Well, I'm going to another level in creating the life that I want, which I think I'm still going to do even in September. I think I'm going to keep this prayer journey going because, you know, there are still some answers that are still some things that I'm praying for. And, and let me just say this manifesting and prayer, they go together. You know, with both, you have to have faith in what you're asking for. So it's a spiritual thing for me, right? I believe in God. I know some people say the universe, and that's fine. God created the universe. But I believe in God. I say, God, if you want to say universe, you say universe. But I believe in God and this, that, and the other, and I am in the universe. So anyway, taking this to another level. All right, here are the steps. This is what you have to do. Um... Or this is what, you know, this is what has worked for me. So one, right now, today is the 30th. You have a couple days before September 1st. If you're going to do this challenge, get your mind right. Wrap your head about, uh, wrap your head around what you are about to embark on, especially if you've never done this before. So this is, this is important and will play a huge part, um, of your of your manifesting in the days to come, the weeks, months, years, all of that, because what you're manifesting today is gonna show up 
may not show up next week. It may not show up next next uh, month. But it can show up in a year. It can show up in two years. So be careful with your manifesting. And I'm, t- I'm talking to myself as well. But first, get your head wrapped around what it is that you want to, um, that you want to do, that you want that you want to manifest. Now, the way that this challenge is gonna work, I'm gonna come back every Sunday, and I'm gonna talk about some things that I may have manifested that may have come to pass, or so just share a little bit more, or I may even bring on a guest speaker to talk about manifestation. This whole month of September is all about manifesting her big thing. Okay, so every day. So what you're going to do is, one, wrap your mind around what you're about to embark on. Two, you're going to get your journal, um, any kind of notebook. I prefer, you know, just plain writing paper, um, just a plain notebook. I know you can also journal on your laptop, um, your phone, whatever. I like paper. I like to, when I write, it helps me to remember. It also helps me to feel what I'm writing and that kind of stuff. So... I like to write. I like a notebook. Um, get your journal of any kind, a notebook, whatever. That's number two. Number three, you're going to get super clear about what it is that you want to manifest. I mean, like super clear. Not, I think I want this. I think I want that. Should it be this? Should it be that? No, super clear. For example, I was just talking about a car. If you're riding around in a car that can break down at any time, and you know this, you can add car, right? You could say, I want, I'm manifesting a new car. But manifest, when you manifest this new car, you want to manifest the color, the make, the model, how you feel riding in it. Um, you know, while manifesting this, you can add because this is going to help me get to work and help me to bring my kids to school. And this is also going to help us to take family vacations, that kind of stuff. So get clear about what it is that you're manifesting. Now, for the week, you can man- if especially if it's your first time, you can manifest one thing um, at a time. But if you are not new to this, like, like me, you can man- manifest a few things at a time. But you still have to be clear about what you're manifesting and keeping those things separate from each other. All right, so number four, on your journal, when you're writing, speak it as if you have it now, as if that thing is in your life today. Write about how it feels, what it is that you want to attract, as if it's already happening. Make sure, again, to include how it makes you feel, where you are, who you're with. Basically, all the details that involve you getting what you want. You creating the life you want to create. This exercise is easy, but it needs action. Like anything we're trying to get or trying to manifest in our lives or have faith. Like the Bible says, faith without work is dead. It needs action. So anything that you're going to manifest, you need to put action behind it. Um, yeah, you need to put action behind it. If you want to manifest a, um, a promotion on your job. Right? So what are you going to do? You got to start manifesting how much you want. You're going to, you know, start feeling the feeling on how you feel when you go to your boss and you start to talk about promotion or whatever. Do those things that's going to help you get to the next step and manifesting what it is that you want. And so um, number five, 
when you write it down, visualize the whole moment in your mind. The whole moment in your mind. Here's the most important part. Don't focus on how you're going to get it. Leave the logistics to God or to the universe. Don't focus. I told you early on when we were wanting to um, buy a house and our money did not match our vision. We didn't focus on that. We put action behind it, but we didn't focus on it because we knew or we had faith that God would, you know, do the rest. So once you begin to speak this thing in, in out into the atmosphere, out into the universe, you know, to God, God has no uh, choice, but to, well, he has a choice, but he's going to respond. The universe is going to respond to what it is that you're asking for, but you have to be specific and you have to be clear about what it is because the universe doesn't know, you know, you know, the difference. So you have to be clear about what it is that you're visualizing. So to recap, you're going to first get your mind right, wrap your head about, Wrap your mind around what it is that you're about to embark on. Make sure you have your paper and pen ready before uh, September 1st even gets here. Um, if you have to let people know and that's around you, your family, what you're going to be doing so that they could give you time to do that, then do that. Number two, get your journal, any kind of notebook, plain writing paper, however you want to do it. Number three, get super clear about what it is you're manifesting. And number four... Um, write it down as if it's already happening. Like, it's already happening. I already have that promotion. And this is what this promotion is going to do for me. Write it down like it's already happening. And remember, number five. Write, while you write it down, visualize the whole moment. And the most important part is don't focus on how you're going to it, get it. Leave that to God or the universe. So that's it. That's it for uh, the challenge, the Manifest Her Big Thing Challenge. And so I am doing this with you guys if you decide to take this challenge. And if you do, I'm going to leave my email address in the show notes. And so just shoot me an email or let me know if this helped. You know, I guess you can rate it. You know, if you want to do that, that would be great. Um, if it helped, invite somebody else to listen to it. I'm going to be talking about manifestation or manifest her big thing all September. So I'm going to even share what I have been manifesting in my life. Until then, enjoy the rest of August. Thank you so much for listening. It has been absolutely great. I absolutely love doing this and I have so much more to share. And um, yeah, go and manifest that big thing.